Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast. Right here on FanStream Sports, I'm Indy Tim. That is PGA of America member Johnny the Gerb Man Gerber. Hello, Johnny. What's going on, buddy? Hey, we, we are back on the air. It's been a while. It's been a couple weeks. You know, I thought we were going to lose you there again for a while. You, were, you weren't feeling good. And, you know, uh, I can't run the show without you, buddy. So it's it's good to be back. And I think you can know, do it a lot better without me. There's no well, question. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We're in different studios, but uh, at, least we're, at least we're back on and... Got a lot to talk about, definitely, in uh, what, what happened this weekend. Yeah, we've got a first-time winner here uh, that we're going to get into here as we recap the Wells Fargo Championship. We'll talk about some of the other uh, players, where they placed on the leaderboard. Some surprises there, for sure. We'll get into our picks just a little bit, um, see how we did there. And maybe if we have time, we've got a little bit of Tiger Woods surgery news. Uh, that's not necessarily new news, but I thought if we had time, we could chit-chat a little bit about it. I'd like to pick sure. your brain a little yeah. bit and get some thoughts on it. Uh, I need yeah. to remind everybody, if you are watching live or listening live on the FanStream Sports app, you can text into us right now at 214-937-0569. We would love to hear from you with your golf questions or really any questions. If you want to ask Johnny how he keeps looking so young when he's only 58 years old, you know, I think, that, I think that'd be a good question for him for sure because he's looking awful youthful over there. I am. You know, it's just that good. Cl- I, well, first off, I got, I got good genes. We got, yep. We'll start there. So I got good genes. Uh, and then, you know, you, when you do the right things and you keep yourself somewhat healthy and, you know, you don't smoke those heaters and cigarettes like Mills does and, you know, oh, you, man. you have a tendency to stay a little Where's bit youth, more youthful than what you look. Where's Mills? So, well, that, that's the PG version. Let's just say that. How right. That? That's the PG rating. We'll for... see that as a PG version. Big shout out to Nancy Gerber. Always a big fan of the show. Always watching us here. We got to keep it clean for her, though. That's for sure. Well, you usually don't, but it's, you know, if you say it, you get away with it. When I say it, I get crucified. I get to text right after the show. Because she likes me. Yeah, she does like you. She does like you. She didn't have to raise me. Thank God. Probably should have. Thank God. Somebody needs to. Probably should. Somebody needs to. Still to this day, probably. Probably still to this day. Probably so. Uh, Johnny, we had a first-time winner on the PGA Tour here, and it's a guy that we've talked about quite a bit over the past really couple of years, and we knew this was coming. He's had a pretty good, I think, start to the season this year, if you want to call us kind of still at the start. But um, Wyndham Clark cashes in for $3.6 million at the 2023 Wells Fargo Championship. And, uh, man, he I thought he played well all weekend. No, he played great. You know, you look at that golf course, that's that's such a demanding golf course. For, for that guy to get to 19, 20 under par is incredible. I mean, you know, he, he comes out of there with a four-shot lead. But, you know, his length really dominated. He's a guy that's that's uh, 
made the last, he's got he's got the third or fourth biggest streak on the PGA Tour. He's made 17 cuts in a row going uh, you know after this week and obviously with that win. But we you know we have we have him on our card a lot you know throughout this year. Um, you know, and we had him on our card, obviously, to win a couple weeks ago with uh, when when he was paired with uh, mm-hmm. with Boo Hostler. Um, so, you know, and we talked about that. You know, Hostler was kind of that weak link, and when we really said how well that that Wyndham Clark played during those those, you know, that that team event and had the opportunity to win, and we had him, we had had that team to win, but obviously with the you know the stuff that went down with Hostler hitting those shots coming down the stretch. And we said Hostler was going to be the weak link, weak link. And then now you yeah. see, you know, a couple of weeks later, you know, how, how good of, of a player Wyndham Clark was. And he kind of just showed it on one of the most demanding golf courses on the PJ tour. Yeah. Um, of course the, the tournament returned to quail hollow this year after an absence last year, they moved it because of the president's cup, right? Cause they're having the president's yeah, they cup moved there. It to, yeah. They moved it to TPC Avenue. Right. Um, up there that that and last year uh, Max Homa won, so that I didn't really like him when it comes to this week, just because you know a little bit different. Even though he did win there a few years ago, you know it's kind of a weird golf course to handicap. And not to get too much into our picks, but you know they they do a lot of overseed, mm-hmm. right? So they're playing on they're playing on a, a a bent and a rye grass this time of year. It hasn't really transitioned over back into the Bermuda because you're kind of in that transition area right there in Charlotte. Uh, where you have three or four different types of grasses, but they're playing on that bent. So you look at some of those players that play well that normally doesn't play well on Bermuda, like uh, Xander Shoffley, you know, um, you know, and some of those potentially those West Coast guys that came right. in there and so used to playing on some of those cooler weather grasses. The rough really wasn't high, and it was an overseed rough too, you know, so it's a little sticky. So, you know, look for those guys to do the, you know, not going in coming this week down here in Dallas in the Byron Nelson. I don't really see those guys uh, maybe playing well, but they're not. A lot of those guys aren't playing this week, right? right. So they're going to get ready for the PGA Championship, you know, next week and look for some of those guys potentially played well this week at uh, at Quail Hollow to to be in contention in a couple weeks up there in the PGA Championship. And the Wells Fargo kind of traditionally has, has been a kind of a launching pad for some of these guys, right? A lot of first time winners. I know um, yeah. uh, Wyndham Clark just is adds to a, a long list of guys that have started their winning careers. Uh, yeah, Rory. I mean, you look at yeah. Rory, you look at Ricky, you look at Max Homa. Those, they, they got their first wins, mm-hmm. you know, right there at Quahau. And that just if you look at the kind of common denominator, they're just really good ball strikers when it comes to that. That's how demanding that place is at Quahau. And it's it's the last three holes coming down the stretch. It's the hardest on the PJ Tour. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of things can happen. It's kind of a weird type of place because – you know, the first three or four holes are very difficult. So you could really get off to a, a, a difficult start. You could lose a lot of strokes or potentially could have been a couple two-shot swings. And then you kind of get to the meat of the golf course and it, it lends to most of the birdies. And then you're kind of going out in that 16, 17, 18 uh, are the, the three hardest holes on the PJ Tour. So, yeah, it's kind of a little different deal. Now, when they played the, the President's Cup there last year, they rerouted the golf course. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was a really different, the, the holes are the same, but they kind of rerouted a little bit because they wanted to, um, they wanted uh, 16, 17, and 18 out there to come and play. And a lot of potentially when you get in some of that match play stuff, some of those matches won't get to the last hole. So they moved, I believe they moved it either to like 12, 13, or 14, or they moved it. So that wasn't mm-hmm. the finishing holes for the President's Cup because they wanted those three holes to come and play. Right, and smartly so, I think. I think it was a good yeah. move. 
Yeah, uh, I do too. Definitely entertaining to watch. Um, Wyndham Clark, uh, his weekend consisted of a 63 on Saturday. God, 63. That was amazing to watch, too, on Saturday. We watched a little bit of that uh, when we were eating our crawfish, stuffing our faces with crawfish on Saturday. We did. We did. Watching a little bit of golf out there in Allen. Uh, and then, of course, they followed it with a 68 on Sunday. And really, the lone, the lone bump in the road on Sunday for him was the first hole with yeah. a bogey on the par five first. But, man, the rest of the way, I just thought he, he cruised. He had it on cruise control. Xander Shoffley, the fifth-ranked golfer in the world, was kind of right on his heels. But he was unfazed, man. He, he, he didn't blink. No, and it just goes to show that you know the guy's a world-class player, and he's been that way for a long time. And like I said, he's been playing well for a long time. We have him on our card a lot for a reason, right? It's not just because you know he's playing bad, and maybe he'll just you know pop up this this coming week. But no, he's been there. He's been there for a long time. To be honest with you, I think I think we've had him on our card as a betting card mm-hmm. probably more than anyone. Probably so. Uh, and just goes to show the the potential that guy is. And and look at a guy like that, man. When he wins, and he wins that this one time potentially could open up those flood, flood, floodgates a little bit like Max Homa. Um, so, yeah, that round Saturday, uh, he finished at 19 under, just a couple of strokes off the course record set by, I think it was Rory back in 2015 at 21 under. Yeah, shot six, yeah. Um, but that uh, the back nine on Sunday, he shot a 33 for that 19 under. Four shots ahead of Tony Finau. Uh, or uh, Xander Shoffley, sorry. And if you look at it, really, that, that the, the three under par that he shot, and you know, you know, he safety play. He had a four shot lead going into eighteen, kind of that safety play, hitting a bunker, laid up, and you know, did exactly what he was supposed to do. If he's playing in a tournament, maybe a little bit closer, he hits a driver down there and has an opportunity to make birdie. But you know, five was the worst he was going to make on that hole, and that's what he did. He played, he played it the right way. Uh, so, I mean, good, good for that guy. The guys, if if you if you know his story, know what he's come through. You know, he lost his mother not too long ago, and he did some transferring. And uh, so, you know, a guy like that you really want to root for. And I really think with the guy's length, and we talk about this all the time, as long as he is, he's top three or four or five on the PGA Tour in length. He's one of those guys can dominate these golf courses, Mm -hmm. man. And he can get a lot of those 20 under pars and win a lot of, uh, you know, I see him winning more. As long as he's not paired with Bo Hostler in a team event, he's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. Bo Hosser made your list, didn't he? After after Ooh, that, boy. that uh, he did make the list. He he. If, and if you look, if you look over the last couple of weeks, Hosser's never finished higher than Wyndham Clark over these weeks right. after yeah. the team event. And that's what we talked about. It's like you know, Bo Hosser was a weak link. I mean, and so no good. Good for Wyndham Clark. It's a great win. It's a great win for a guy that's uh, you know revered on the PJ Tour. And uh, there's gonna be a lot more. There's gonna be a lot more winning coming from Wyndham Clark. I tell you, we're I watching. Think so too. Watch him at Murfield. It fits it. it Murfield Valley. Game. Murfield Valley, as you would say, uh, it fits his game real well. I don't know if he's going to play Colonial. He's not playing this week down here in Dallas. <laughs> Obviously, he's going to play the PGA. I'm not. I don't know if he's going to play Colonial. But if you look at a golf course that fits somebody, oh boy, that Murfield Village, man, that is a place that fits him, and it's a real similar to Quail. Yeah, uh, it's a big, long ballpark, man, and you know. Boy, it's going to be scary to see him him around Murfield if he's just not exhausted by the wind or or a win or something like that. So, don't be surprised if he's on our card for for Murfield. You know, he had a he had an interesting uh, quote after the tournament. He said that he wasn't really hitting the ball as well on Sunday as he did on Saturday. 
Uh, and he even mentioned that uh, he thought that himself, if this had been last year, he's, he don't think, he doesn't think he was as mentally tough in prior years, and he didn't really attribute that to anything, why, he's, why that's changed. He just said, you know, before this year, I probably would have collapsed on the, on the back nine. You yeah, know, no, with somebody no, like Shoffley on my heels. There's no substitute for experience when it comes to that, right? You kind of know what to do. Right. And potentially a lot of those – that. You know, that's why a good caddy comes into play a little bit sometimes. You know, he's kind of shuffled caddies a little bit to see who sticks and gives him some confidence. But, you know, the inner circles have that PGA Tour. There's there's a lot of people that, you know, there's the people that are in the know that are players out there have the most high regards for Wyndham Clark, and they have for a long time. And I'm just telling you, uh, he, I don't want to say he reminds me of Dustin Johnson, but he does a little bit when it terms in terms of how far he hits a golf ball, and his wedge game has got so much better probably over the last twelve months. And you see that with Dustin Johnson, they have so many wedges in their hand that when they're able to dial that in and kind of mm-hmm. focus on that part of their weaknesses of their games, you see how many good wedge shots that guy hit. Man, it was it was fantastic, and that was kind of the kind of the down thing with Dustin Johnson. But when he got that thing figured out, boy. You know, the floodgates open with DJ, and I think potentially it could be the same with Wyndham Clark. Yeah, and I thought he was putting the ball particularly well over the weekend. I didn't I didn't pay a lot of attention to him Thursday and Friday, but watching him a little bit on Saturday and then on Sunday to close things out, I thought he was putting better than I've I remember seeing him putt in the past. Yeah, and a little bit too was, right? I know I agree with you on 100%, but a little bit too is he didn't stress himself out with putting. Like he didn't have, you know, his iron game was so good. That he was like he didn't he didn't have like forty footers for birdie like he he hit it inside twenty feet and he made a lot of stress free pars so you know that's a little bit of a kind of a weird stat that you look at I mean you look at some guys that you know their iron game could be off and have fifty footers for par and, and then they three putt and it looks like they're a bad putter well it's actually the opposite you know their iron game wasn't good enough and it kind of put so much pressure pressure on their putting game and Wyndham Clark he was hitting it so well. He just, you know, with his irons, he just, he, he, there were so many stress-free pars. He didn't look like he was stressed at all. Um, coming into the, to Quell Hollow, he really only had a handful of, of finishes where he came close. Uh, he turned pro in 2017. Uh, yeah. We know he had that playoff loss at Bermuda a couple of years ago. Um, I think that was the COVID year, 2020 maybe. Um, but like you said, this course was kind of made for his style of play. And he, he kind of yeah. owned it, you know. And, and like you mentioned, McElroy, Fowler, Max Soma, he joined the list of those guys to get his first win here at the Wells Fargo Championship. So we always ask you this, when a, when a guy wins for the first time, do you, do you feel like this is the floodgates opening for this guy? He's got one under his belt, and we're going to see two or three more this year or yeah, the next yeah. couple of years? I'm not sure if it's this year. It just depends because the schedule's a little bit different. They're not going so deep in the schedule. but. Right. I look for him to contend, and all this does for this guy is giving confidence, right? And if you look at the list of the winners, not just first-time winners at Quell Hollow uh, at the Wyndham, but winners in general, right. they're major champions. And this guy has the he this guy has the potential uh, to be a major champion, and he has all the attributes. And to win on a golf course like this at Quell Hollow, putting him on the list of the Rory McIlroys and the you know, Max Homas and the Ricky Fowlers, these guys that are world-class players, it can only give him confidence. And I think it's going to lend to him to kind of through the year. We'll see what happens. I mean, like I said, I, I don't really like, I don't like him at the PGA championship just because of the golf course. Right. Uh, but I do like him at Murfield. 
uh, they elevated him in at Murfield. So uh, <clears throat> you knew he might skip this week. I don't really know about the U.S. Open. I think that's a little bit quirky for him. Uh, a lot of pressure, maybe, too, I meant with a major. Yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, the British Open, maybe not. But maybe some of those higher-end events, like like Murfield, you know, I, I look for him to contend. Uh, Wyndham Clark, your winner for the Wells Fargo Championship uh, this past weekend. Xander Shoffley second, four shots back. Our boy Harris English tied for third with Terrell Hatton at 12-under. Tommy Fleetwood at 11-under. Tied for fifth with Adam Scott, Michael Kim at 10-under, Denny McCarthy at 9-under, K.H. Lee, and Max Homa, and Corey Connors, Sung J.M. all at 9-under, uh, your boy Brendan Todd at 9-under, uh, Ricky Fowler 8-under, my boy Gary well. Woodland at 8-under. So, I mean, some surprises here with some guys that missed the cut. We'll get into grading some of these guys, talking about their specific rounds other than Wyndham Clark. Uh, as well as talking about some guys that missed the cut. We are Fan Stream Sports, and this is From the Rough. We'll be back after this. Hello, sports fans. Fan Stream Sports. Hey, you like golf? There's a good chance you do, because I said so. But what do you need playing golf? Well, you need clubs, right? Clubs, you need balls. The thing that people don't usually think about is that golf bag. And that's what most people see when they look at your golf clubs. Like, right off the bat. And if you've got a raggedy bag, eh, it's not doing you any favors, bud. So, get you a new bag. Go over to orca-golf.com. Orca-golf.com. Why are you going there? You're going there because you, you want a golf bag. But you want one that's kind of screams you. So, you want to pick the colors. Well, you can use your own custom colors. Maybe you have a logo in mind. Maybe it's your logo. You're like Prince. You just have a symbol. That's the case. Dude, you can get your logo on there. Your name... Just get it done exactly like what you want it done by actual designers. Nothing goes out of their factory without the approval of the founder, Erica Bennett, who is just brilliant. We've seen some of her bags. We've got one of them actually in the studio. And you know what? Dude, it looks good. If you want other people to look at your golf setup and go, man, that just screams Frank. You want that? Then go over to orca-golf.com. Do yourself a favor and use the promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. I'll say that again, DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. So do it today because Orca Golf is the best choice in the game. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys. Time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. You've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf Life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? That means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat. Or the keychain. Or the something. Along that lines, just go to turflifeclub.com and become a turf head. 
That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today and snag that window decal or snag any other special Turf Life accessories and go over there to that website, which is turflifeclub.com, and get your stuff and show everybody that, man, I'm all about that Turf Life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, Turf Life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. What is up, podcast listeners? IndyCar Tim here to tell you about our friends over at the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility do you play golf you think you play golf well but your friends tell you otherwise do you want to get better and show off to your friends win all of that money that you're not supposed to be gambling on each hole on the weekends when you're out losing at golf head over to the highlands performance golf center and they will get you up to speed they are north dallas's premier golf practice facility and performance center Between their 400-yard all-season driving range and short game areas, cutting-edge technology, and award-winning instructors, they've got everything you need to play your best golf game ever. They're open seven days a week with convenient hours so you can practice on your time. And yes, this is family fun for everyone. Get your family involved. Bring them over to enjoy the 18-hole par-3 mini golf course. It's newly renovated and beautifully landscaped and designed to challenge players of all skills and abilities. They offer junior programs and summer camps for kids who show an interest in the game of golf. So come on out and explore all the family-friendly fun at the Highlands Performance Golf Center. Uh, conveniently located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Head on over there, get you some apparel, get you some equipment, get you some lessons to make your game better, or just go over for some family fun. They love to see you over there. We'll see you over there at highlandspgc.com, or you can give them a call, 972-733-4111. We'll see you there. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand-new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7, day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you now. More fan stream sports. Welcome back to From the Rough. I'm Indy Tim. That is Johnny the Gerbman Gerber right here on Fan Stream Sports. Yes, please do utilize that text line. We would love to hear from you live here on the air. 214-937-0569. Text us about anything. Like I said, you want to know what Johnny's secret to youthful living is? He'll tell you. Do you want to know what I have to use to shine my head like this to make it reflect the light in the studio like that i'll tell you it's easy you just gotta ask i don't think well first off i'm not gonna tell them and you probably shouldn't either because i don't know i said i don't know mate sometimes you know silence is golden right and sometimes you gotta keep them secrets and and they, everybody asking me and you ask me all the time you asked me the other day sir somebody asked me the other day to all the listeners out there and we're accumulating a lot which is great and i appreciate everybody listening and i appreciate uh, when we're out, we, you know, I want to say this the right way and it's been great. We, the more and more we're going out here in Dallas, more and more. Careful. Like, hey, careful. I, I know, I know uh, we're getting, we're getting some accolades here. Like, ah, I listen to your show. It's great. Uh, you know, it's cool. I like, I like hearing that. It's cool. We appreciate all that. And then the next question is, what do you use for your hair? Like to, for, what do you use for the color of your hair? What do you, I don't color my hair. I Listen, love those I questions. Don't. Those are great. 
But and then it, it goes from, hey, we love your show. It's great. Uh, what do you color your hair with? I'm like, well, nothing. Mother nature. Nothing. And it's, you know, I don't know how to take that, really, to be honest with you. I, I, I do have good hair. I'm going to always have good hair. That's just from the lineage of my family. Thank you, Jerome and Nancy Gerber. That's great. Thank you. That being said, I don't need that question right after we really like your show. Like, I mean, could, could you give me five minutes or can you buy me a beer? Or, you know, it doesn't. I mean, it's literally right after. And I'm like, or okay, would you well, rather they ask them in the opposite like in opposite. So yeah. they ask you about your hair first and then yeah. say, Oh, by the way, man, we love y'all show. Yeah. I, we'll ask first. I mean, let's just, let's get the elephant out of the room. I mean, let's be honest, but you know what, whatever you ask us when you see us in person, you better have a beer in your hand to give it to me for sure. Both of us. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, we don't, we don't turn down beers. No, we don't, we don't, we don't turn down drinks. And what we, what did we say the other day is like when we are we are out and somebody said, Hey, can we, we love your show. Can we buy you a beer? I'm like, is that a question? Are you? That's not a question. Yes, yeah. it's always yes. Yeah, we're just answering the it's question always, right yeah. now. It's a blanket answer for the rest of time. If you see us in person, yes, you can buy us a beer. Yeah, there's a or, reason. Or why a shot, or whatever. Donnie doesn't do no shots, shot. but I'll do his. Yeah, not no shots, but you know, there's a reason why we're out. We're not out there to drink water. So no. yes, the, the, the real question is yes. And and if you buy me enough, I'll really tell you what I put in my hair. I will. That's a good question, right? And, and you Tim know might, what? You might not know the. You might not like the answer you get either. You might way. not. And Tim might tell you how he makes sure that his head is shiny. Yeah. See. Yeah. It works. It works. Cocktails are cocktails are good. They cocktails they reveal a lot. Are good. I could hit really? it like Jesus. We know you can. <laughs> we know. know you can. Uh, let's know. get into a little bit of the uh, uh, also rans uh, there at Quail Hollow. At the Wells Fargo Championship, of course, as we mentioned before the break, Wyndham Clark at 19 under. Let's talk a little bit about Xander Shoffley. Um, you know, I haven't really watched a ton of him. I know he's number five in the world right now, uh, so he's not playing too horribly, obviously. But I got to imagine he'll take a runner-up finish heading into the PGA Championship, right? No, I'm not sure. I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's he's the guy that's. Uh... <sighs> Man, I, I can't figure the guy. He's, he, him and Patrick Cantley are these two guys. Man, I just they're they're so similar. I know they're friends. They're they're, they're still mm-hmm. that that Southern California. They're very stoic. They go about their business, and I can appreciate that. Trust me, I I, I can really appreciate that. But don't you think the guy should win more? I mean, I, mean, it, I do for sure. But I mean, the you know from where he's come. I think he'll take the, the second place finish, finishing four shots back of the winner. Like I, I think he's okay with that heading into the PGA. Yeah, maybe, maybe because obviously he's not playing down here this week, and mm-hmm. we're going to be out all week. Uh, you know, starting tomorrow, we're, Tim and I are going to be reporting for the Byron Nelson, which is going to be a great experience. Going to be a, a fun week. We're going to have a lot of stuff for you guys uh, with the show on Wednesday, and then we're going to do a little show on Saturday, a little bit. Maybe we can both do that show on Saturday, just because, just because we're here, do a little. Uh, do a little cool show, talk about what's going on with Byron Nelson. But you're right. I mean, I really think that – will he take that second-place finish? Well, obviously, he doesn't have a choice, right? right. Uh, he came down the stretch, and he, he kind of does this a little bit. He comes down the stretch and makes a couple mistakes. I don't like his two-way misses. Yeah. And for, for a golf pro who I look at players and things like that, I, if you miss the ball both ways, there's something technically in your golf swing that's not really that I like. Now – you can play with a one-way miss because you know kind of what's going on and you know how to play the golf course. But when you start missing it both ways like he did 
I mean, I, I don't like that at all. But that being said, uh, we don't know his odds yet for the PGA, but he can pro- he, he, he will probably have an opportunity to win the PGA. Just like I said, I think there's an opportunity, you know, in six weeks down the road that I think Patrick Cantley is going to win the U.S. Open at L.A. Country Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, this golf course, this golf course up in Rochester, the PGA Championship is tailor-made for Xander Shoffley. Not to get too far forward. I know it's a long way, but, you know, to go back to your point, will he take the win? Yeah, maybe. Uh, a second. I mean, will he take the second place finish? Yeah, maybe. But here's why I looked at when he, when he was coming down the stretch and he knew probably couldn't win the golf tournament. Was he hitting golf shots that maybe will work at the PGA in a few weeks? Uh, so I don't know, man, I gotta, I gotta look at a little bit of things. I, I like to know a little bit more, um, you know, maybe his prep and I need to make mm-hmm. some phone calls, maybe his prep for the PGA. Um, because it's, it's a polar opposite golf course at Rochester is going to be a little bit hilly. The weather is going to be, but we'll see about the weather. And we talked about this on the other shows that I go on, um, you know, the, the up there in Columbus and all these other spots that I go on and talk about the PGA. This is the first time in maybe ever that they're going to play the PGA this time of year in cold in potentially cold weather mm-hmm. in a cold weather type of place. So if you get a little bit of kind of nasty weather, make it snow. I mean, it could, I mean, really it could snow. You could get it. You could get something up there. The weather's not too much different than Columbus. Right. And it's actually a little colder. So you could get some of that lake effect up there, and it could be really, really nasty. Hopefully that isn't, that isn't it. But uh, those that golf course is going to be set up. And like I said, I don't want to get too far in the PGA. It's going to be set up like we, he's used to in California. It's same type of grasses, same type of terrain. So uh, he's going to be one of my favorites that look forward to PGA. Start snowing up there. Are they going to let everybody switch to the Dayglow orange balls so they can see their balls in the snow? What's next? I saw a guy playing on the Champions Tour. Who was it? Uh, Ernie is plays. It, with is it Ernie? Ball, uh, Freddie Couples plays with an orange ball. Few of those guys, but you know when you you know when you get paid that much money, you're gonna play what they tell you to play. I don't care what I color? Mean, it's really, yeah, I mean, they don't hope, care. Hope, if people are paying that much, that close attention to my balls, we've got we've got issues for sure. That's a different show, please, sir. Uh, golf please, balls, sir, golf balls. Okay. Well, Mine. you know, half half those guys are senile, anyways. They don't; they're colorblind senile, so they don't know what the hell color that golf ball is. So, poor guys. Sorry, sorry, Ernie. I love Ernie. Poor Ernie. I love Ernie else to death. He's he's as he's as cool of a guy as it gets. So, sorry, yes. Ernie, for saying that, but but you know it's true. Uh, Shoffley led by two strokes in the back nine of his opening round on Thursday. He ended up five under at 66 on Thursday, but that featured two bogeys in the final three holes. So he did not necessarily finish strong on Thursday. Uh, on Friday, he shot a 69, uh, an impressive seven under 64 on Saturday. Saturday, he played holes 14 through 16 and combined four under par, which pretty much secured his spot for the final pairing on Sunday. And then we know how a Sunday went. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, of course, like you mentioned, he's not playing at the Nelson this week. He set, got his sets, his uh, sights set on the PGA, uh, and this was, what, his second runner-up, I guess? Um, I can't remember. He doesn't have any majors, right? Shoffley hadn't won a major no. yet, so he's looking for his first major. Uh, but again, don't you ask me that question. Isn't it weird? You, you ask the question, he doesn't have a major yet, right? And it feels like he's been out there so long yeah. that he should have a major. Yeah. He should have. The guy's only won like four times or yeah. three times on the PJ Tour, and you feel like a guy like that 
should have won more and should be contending in more in majors. And, you know, it's just, I don't know, man, I can't, fi- I can't figure I can't figure his game out. Um, but you just feel like a guy like Xander Shoffley should have more wins and, and at least a major at this point in his, in his PJ tour career. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another one of our guys tied for third Terrell Hatton at 12 under. Uh, He's whose guy? That's your guy. That is not my guy. You don't like I don't Hatton? Like- I thought you liked Hatton too. I don't like the antics, man. I'm just kind of over it. See, I do. It. I'm I love it. No, nah, well, I mean, because because you know when he hits bad shots, it, you 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 feel close to him because that's what you do. I can relate. Right? So yeah, you know, I, I'm just tired of him just beating the clubs in the ground when the sand and stuff. I, I, I'm kind of over. He uh, he finished uh, t third, but half of that money is going into fines because for throwing you know, clubs and stuff. Yeah, just beat. Yeah, he did, half that's going into fines. I promise you. Man. Like so that would be. I feel like that'd be me too if I was on the. And, and for what I hear, listen, I say this. I don't know the guy, but from what I hear from my guys out there, off the golf course, he's the funnest guy in the world. Like everyone loves him out there. And you know, sometimes, man, when you get in those pairings with guys like that, they're kind of beating on the clubs and doing what they. I'm, it's over. I'm over. Those guys don't want to hear that. They, they don't want to listen to that I shit like it. that, man. So you know, everybody hits bad shots, but he's that he's that new volcano. What's that? What's the yeah. old tour guy, Steve Pate? Right? Yeah. He's the new volcano, oh, right? Steve so, Pate. yeah, yeah, Steve Pate. So I'm just kind of. I mean, Terrell had him kind of over the antics on the golf course, but you know, hey, I, what I don't know what he won this week six maybe six twenty because it was an elevated field event. Right. But he's gonna he's gonna have to write that check for about a hundred grand. I promise you. For I bet that. you he because doesn't care either. No, he doesn't. He'll do it again. That's just his He'll game. It's his uh, it's his uh, fourth top ten finish of the season, all coming in the last two months. Um, but, he plays great on hard. He plays very good on hard golf courses. Right. He plays very well on hard golf courses. I'll give him that. Uh, so I'm just I'm kind of over it. I'm kind of over him. I'm waiting for him. To, I, I wish he'd just break a club. I mean, at least the least what's the fine for that? Uh, a lot. Yeah, no, I know, I, and I know there is one. Um, Anytime you curse, you know, curse word is X Y Z. They got this whole, they got this whole candy list, right? right? What they say, what they say of you do this, and hell, some of those guys don't. They don't even care. I was like, hey man, I might as well just get it out of the way and just drop f bombs or whatever I need to do. And I'm gonna get it anyway, so I might as well go down swinging. I once threw my putter in a lake. Uh, after missing like a four foot birdie putt in district play in high school, had to finish the uh, finish around with my driver, in which didn't go well. <laughs> Trying to putt with my I, driver. Was, you know, I was a little bit of a hothead when I was a little young. You know, when yeah. I was a kid, I didn't really, I wasn't really the guy that broke a lot of clubs. But I think I broke one club one time, and I think it got back to my dad, Jerome. Oh. And, and that would probably and, and I don't remember if he gave me a talking or whatever it was. I don't really remember, but it, let, let's just say it's frown. It was frowned upon. Um, and I didn't. I wasn't really that. I mean, you know, everyone wants to. Everyone thinks they're better than they are, and they want to throw clubs because they hit a shot. But let, I mean, let's be honest. For the majority of the people, if you're throwing clubs and breaking clubs, you're not that good. Like to do this, like it makes no sense. It only hurts you because first off, you got to repair the club. And second off, I mean, why would you just want to be an asshole out there? Like, no one wants to play with that stuff. And I'm going to get fined for this for saying that word probably. That, oh, that's a $10 sorry, bill. Nancy. I'll, put a, I'll put a $10 bill in the jar at the studio or something. We need to start doing that. Be, it'll be the Terrell Hatton, Hatton jar. How about that? No, we've already decided what we do when we cuss on the air here. You spin the what? wheel of misfortune and you pay off the wheel of misfortune spin. So okay. we might have to spin it Wednesday when you're in the studio. See what you got to do. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that, but I'll just rather got to see fine. what you got to do. 
No, I got no. I don't know. I, that that wheel of misfortune. I'm scared of that. There's you're a reason why you guys. There's a reason why you guys haven't used that over the last month. So I think you're scared of it too. So stop. Terrified. So stop. Terrified. Uh, yeah. My boy Max Homa at nine under tied for eighth. Uh, he didn't get his repeat, but he he had a very quiet, quietly good weekend. I thought uh, he's a number seven in the world right now. Uh, he played the green mile, combined two under to salvage one under seventy on Sunday. It's his fifth top ten finish of the season. He bookended his stay at Quail Hollow with seventies, carding a four under sixty seven in the second round and a three under sixty eight in the third round. Um, you know, again for Homa performance. Yeah, I think Solid all things support, considered, yeah. is a good rebound after he missed cuts in his previous two starts for sure. Yep. Yeah, solid. And, you you know, it goes to kind of like we talk about all the time, horses for courses, right? Uh-huh. He feels comfortable with this golf course, and his game wasn't really, uh, you know, great. He couldn't get to, you know, 20 under par, but he was kind of working on some things. And mm-hmm. um, look for him I, Look for him at PGA. He, he's going to contend it to PGA. I really think so. He's not obviously not playing this week here in Dallas. Yeah, I was really hoping uh, he was going to be at the Nelson, too. He got he got what he he needed to get out uh, for 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 he wasn't playing well game wasn't trending worked on some things kind of grinded it out uh, so look for him to really maybe contend in two weeks at the PGA because he's not playing this week but uh, solid performance for Max Homer. I got no problem with how he finished up uh, eight and under tied for fourteenth JT uh, he made some pretty good noise I think on Sunday early uh, uh, four hundred thirty one on the front nine. That got him to 12 under in third place alone, but unfortunately for him, that did not uh, that didn't continue on the back nine. He shot a four over 40 on the back nine. Um, yeah, disappointing, right? I mean, he's yeah. kind of, this is kind of what he's been doing all year. He's he's kind of getting up there a little bit. He have he'll have one kind of poor round, get off to a start. Um, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on, JT. I know he kind of switched kind of his putting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to aim point, right? So it's a kind of a transition for him, how he's reading those greens. Uh, I, I He might have a good opportunity up at, uh, at Oak Hill in a couple weeks. We'll see. I, again, he's not playing this week, and I don't want to get too much in the Byron Nelson who's in, who's out. Right. But uh, that's, you know, growing up in that type of weather and those type of grasses, he's pretty good when it comes to those things. I don't I don't like I don't like how he's looking out there like his his mannerisms and his demeanor out there I don't like at all. So He looks uncomfortable to me. I don't know if it just cuz it cuz of that new 30 million dollar house he just bought down in Jupiter, but you know, um trying to figure yeah, out how to pay know. for it. Well, I mean, that's uh that top 14 finishes at, you know, $350,000 will help at it'll least help. one month. It'll help. That'll get the mortgage paid a in little, one month. A little bit. Mama um, might be put, put Mama might be putting some pressure on him too to have a little baby or something uh, or you gross. know who knows man I don't know gross. what do you mean oh you got twelve of them I don't know I, that, I, that I know of uh, and JT has not won since last year's PGA Championship at Southern Hills and it's uh, strange right last I mean May. Yeah. yeah it just feels weird and like I said when I see him out there he just doesn't look comfortable to me. Well, a little bit as his, da- his dad's not traveling with him anymore. His dad had some health issues, and that's kind of his coach and comfort. And, yep. you know, I know Bones helps him out a lot. He, you know, Bones is more of a, you know, not just a caddy for him. He's a really good friend. He knows a lot about the golf swing, you know, knows how to really get some guys into a good mindset. Hell, he had to deal with Phil Mickelson for so long. So anything's easy compared to that dude. So, um, you know, I don't know. I can't figure JT out, and I'm not even going to try. So we'll see. we'll see what happens moving forward with him. Uh, shooting even par on the weekend, tied for 47th, Rory McIlroy. And really, I think the only positive for him that I saw this entire weekend was the fact that he made the cut. 
and and he just barely made the cut. Yeah, I mean, um, it's this is his home away from home, right? He's a member of Quail Hollow. He loves his place. He had so much success there. You know, I think Rory's Rory's stuff off the golf course is kind of hindering him a little bit with, uh, you know, with the policy board, st- stuff like that. You know, he, he withdrew a few weeks ago. He's just tired. Um, I just think I think Rory's exhausted, man. To be honest with you, I just think he looks. The guy's he's tired. playing exhausted. I think he, he looks. He looks yeah. it, and you know he putted poorly, and it's a little bit of a miss, you know, misperception because he putted poorly because he put so much stress. Coming the opposite of Wyndham Clark, put so much stress on his putting because how poorly his iron play was. Right. You know, so you know you look at those stats who are a little bit misleading, but. Man, I don't know. I don't. I don't like Rory at Oak Hill. I don't like Rory in a lot of places, man. I, I think his, you know, where he's at with his golf game is not terrible, but I think his off the course stuff. I think he's going to have to figure mm-hmm. out. Um, he's gonna. He obviously has to play Memorial because it's an elevated field event. Colonial's not, so those guys are going to skip it. So uh, you know, that's a good golf course for Rory at the Memorial. So may, maybe he can get a have a good get right mm-hmm. week take the Canadian Open off, and maybe potentially get ready for the U.S. Open. Of course, he's a three-time winner there at Wells Fargo 2010, 2015, and 2021. Uh, he just did not have any of the magic that we've seen from him. And like you said, he looks like he's playing tired. He looks exhausted yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, the final round, he got to two under for the day uh, with an eagle on the 10th, the par 5 10th, but then he went three over the rest of the way with bogeys in three of his final five holes. Um, and I just thought it was kind of a missed chance for him to sort of get back Get some mojo back to his game, you know. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. You know, like I said, he's never he's never been revered as the greatest putter out there. But but then when you put all that stress on your putting because your iron games at all, the still the guy the guy his golf his golf and his success in his tournaments is all predicated on how how well he drives the golf ball. When he drives the golf ball well, he's the best player in the world by a long shot. But when he drives it poorly, he's not. And. It's all set up by the driver with Rory McIlroy. Like I said, he just put too much stress on his putter this week, and he's not revered for that. And then finally on our list of discussion here, a missed cut. And, man, uh, this one hurt. Hurt. Jordan Spieth. It was not the performance, obviously, he was hoping for at Quail Hollow. Uh, Especially after entering the tournament with, I think he had the fifth best odds, fourth or fifth best odds to win. Yeah, Um, he looked like he had something going during the back nine on Thursday, but he carded three consecutive birdies to reach two under. Man, he had a triple bogey on the 18th, um, and then a, a shot of 77 the next day, and he, I mean, he was done. He didn't even make it to the weekend. Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens with with Jordan. You know, he's he's got a lot. He's got a stretch of golf that's really brutal. So he's playing this week at the Byron Nelson just because his obligations with AT and T, right? So then he's got the PGA. Then he plays Colonial. Then he plays Memorial. Then he has an off week, Canadian probably, and then you have the U.S. Open. So you're playing five in a row. Like you're playing five, five in a row. You have a week off, and then you're playing the, the most brutal test on the, you know, on the PGA Tour with the U.S. Open. Man, the guy's got to be tired at some point. Will he skip Colonial? Man, I don't know. I don't see I mean, how he can I, do that. Man, he has before. He has before. Maybe that's in his plan. And, you know, he can't skip Memorial because Mm. it's an elevated Mm -hmm. field event, right? Mm -hmm. So that obligation is there. And why would you? Why would you? I mean, no one wants to skip Memorial. It's the best, you know, outside the majors, probably it's the most 
prestigious tournament on the PGA Tour. It's the best golf course on the PGA Tour by far. I'm just not saying that for me, by from because I'm from that area. It's just because that's what the players say. So you got a stretch of you got a stretch of tournaments for for Jordan that's going to be very tough. So maybe it's a little blessing in disguise that he did miss the cut. Yeah, and think right. about it too. I know you said five in a row, which is grueling enough as it is. But think about while he's here in Dallas. It's his hometown. It's his hometown right. event. It's an AT and T event. Imagine yeah. not just aside from the tournament itself, all four days. If, of course, assuming he makes a cut, he's going to have all of these sponsorship related duties he's got to do all these appearances he's going to have to make because yeah, of it being point. his hometown event to me this is yeah, like playing in two events this week for him and it's yeah, just it's not going to i don't think it's going to bode well for him to, as we get later on in the season yeah i don't think he's going to be on our card this week just because that's a great observation from you just what you said these things that he you know sleeping in your own bed's great but you know does he want to perform well here in dallas at the byron nelson they gave him his first start as a kid i, I get all that stuff but man, that's a hard, hard task to ask for somebody like him, even though he's sleeping in his own bed and coming off a lackluster performance, obviously at Quell Hollow. We'll see. I don't think he's not going to be on our card this week, mm-hmm. but maybe we'll, we'll look at him. We'll look at a little bit this week when we're out there and, and get a little bit more information to see where his headspace is. Yep. So we'll see. Uh, coming up, we're going to take another quick break, but we've got Johnny's recap of his picks. Uh, my laughable picks, like we have every week, everybody gets a good laugh. Uh, yep. Then we'll get into Johnny's picks that actually mean something. And then if we've got any time left, I did want to talk a little bit about Tiger's recent surgery, how that might affect him really for the rest of his career. But this is yep. From the Rough on FanStream Sports. We'll be back after this. Hello, sports fans. FanStream Sports. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine, the Golf Bachelorette of the Month, the Golf Bachelor of the Month, the Golf Cart Girl of the Month, Golf History, Grip It and Sip It. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything, turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys, time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. Studio, you've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf Life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? That means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat. Or the keychain. Or the something. Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today and snag that window decal or snag any other special turf life accessories and go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com, and get your stuff and show everybody that, man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hello, golf friends. It's IndyCar Tim from From the Rough. I want to take just a minute here and tell you about our new friends over at Orca Golf. They make high-quality PGA Tour-grade golf bags, and they're the best in the business. They're the real deal. They're the best bags I've ever seen. They even designed a bag for the Golden Bear himself, Jack Nicklaus. 
Head over to orca-golf.com and pick up a great bag from their catalog or let them customize one just for you. You can use your own custom colors, your own logo, you name it. You work with actual designers and nothing goes out without the approval of founder Erica Bennett. She's just brilliant. Visit orca-golf.com, that's O-R-C-A-golf.com, and use our promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. Do it today. Orca Golf, best choice in game. Hey there, it's Colby Sepp. I'm here to talk to you about the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practicing facility. Practicing? Ah, if you're practicing, you're going to need some things. Like, you know, a premier golf practice facility. So what goes into a premier golf practice facility? It's 65 plus. That means more than 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, an indoor putting studio, and an 18-hole mini golf course. But wait, there's more. You can also take advantage of their PGA teaching pros. Get your golf game the level up that you so desperately need. What if it's raining? That's a good question, Tito. Well, they've got covered tees, Tito. Also, if it's cold, they've got heated tees, Tito. So take your game or your Tito out to Highlands Performance Golf Center. And if you need internets... Well, highlandspgc.com. Go there, get your golf game right by going to the Highlands Performance Golf Center. See you later, Tito. And also you too, or if you're sitting with Tito. Eh, horrible dismount. It's a commercial. End. (laughs) End. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fanstream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. 937-0569. Text us 24-7 day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you. Now, more fans stream sports. Welcome back to From the Rough right here on Fan Stream Sports. I'm Eddie Carr Tim. What did I do something wrong? You gave me the small screen. What do I do? There we go. How's that? Well, I mean, I had to move over a little bit. And you, gave me the, you gave me the skinny small screen. How's that? <laughs> you can't see my arm. Uh, welcome back to the show. I thought we'd get into a little bit about the uh, picks that Johnny and I made for the Wells Fargo Championship. Not a terrible week for either one of us. Not a great week, I don't think. Um, if you guys are following along, make sure make sure you're following along on all of our social media. Johnny as is at Jay Gerber PGA Pro on Twitter. You can also find him on Instagram and on Facebook. You can follow the show at from the rough PGA, I am at IndyCar Tim. We post the Johnny picks every Wednesday morning, and then we talk about them, talk about them on the preview show here on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Johnny goes over into his reasons for picking them, uh, why has you know, and he, he does all the homework for you. All you got to do is, is listen, and all you got to do is place your bets. And Johnny makes these bets himself. He's not just a head talking on the radio. He's actually making these picks for you and with you, playing along, and you got to play the system. You can't play one week and not the next week. You got to play the system. Uh, Johnny, how much are you up this week? I mean, this uh, for the year. Uh, we're just we're just a little bit above. Uh, you know, we haven't had a winner this this year, right. which is crazy rare. But we're doing so well on our matchups. It's got us in the plus. We've we've struggled, but we have so much time left to get these winners. And like like last year, we get on these runs, but. You know, for our matchups after this after this weekend, we did six and two this weekend, which is 
fantastic, right? So we're 44, 14, and four. So if you have, if you want to go play the lotto, go play a four somewhere because that's where we're at. So 44, 14, and four with our matchups. Uh, unfortunately, we just we haven't got a winner that yet this year, man, which is crazy. So we are on the plus side, uh, not as nearly as much as we've had in the last couple of years, but we are on the plus side. Mm-hmm. But remember, we're going to have these weeks. We play the system, like Tim said. If you play the system, play it every week. I don't care if it's a dollar. I don't care if it's five dollars. Play the system every play. You will be profitable for the year. I'm doing all the work for you. Just follow us. If you see me out. Buy me a beer if I won you some money. If you lost the following, if you lost the week, play it again next week because you're going to win, right? So just you got to follow the system. You got to play the plays. Don't think you're smarter than the room and go play one week and it wasn't great and skip the next week. It doesn't work like Mm -hmm. that when it comes to golf handicapping. It really doesn't. So follow the system. We're going to keep pushing our – the PGA Tour season is about halfway through. So we're looking forward to another great half of the week. But we are finally on the plus side with a great matchup record of 44-14-4. That's what's getting us through right now is the matchups. Um, Johnny puts out his matchups for the Saturday tournament uh, or the Saturday round if indeed he does have matchups. He doesn't do them just for the sake of doing them. If he doesn't like the numbers, if he doesn't think there's a good or a good run for you, he just won't do it. He just won't give you one. He doesn't do them yeah. just to do them. And then on Sunday morning, of course, we put those out on social media as well. Uh, let's get into my picks, Johnny, this week, as I, I always pick a winner, a top 10, and a top 20. Had Tony Finau as my winner this week. He tied for 23rd at 15 under. Uh, had, wasn't a bad showing for Tony. I mm-mm. mean, after a win, you know, it's pretty good. Yep, uh, not bad at all. I still like that pick. Uh, my top 10, you and I just talked about him a little bit off the air. We got to maybe quit picking him. Cam Young, I can't figure him out at all. Tied for 59th at two over. You also had him on your card. Uh, yeah. And then... I did hit on my top 20 with Gary Woodland, who tied for 14th at 8-under. So, you know, for me, got one out of three. Again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm basically throwing darts at a dartboard with, with players' names on it. That's how I make my picks. But um, let's get into Johnny's picks because those are the ones you want to pay attention to, see how he did. His picks brought to you every week by Golf Central Magazine. Head over to golfcentralmag.com and check out the new April, or not new anymore, but the April edition is up, and it is free for you to browse online. Check out all of the great uh, golf destinations in there for you. Uh, some uh, lesson stuff that you can read about, some equipment reviews, things like that. You got your golf bachelor of the month and your golf bachelorette of the month, which is my favorite, and your cart girl of the month. Go check out all of their cool stuff over there at golfcentralmag.com. Johnny, who's on your card? Who was on your card this past week? Yeah, like you said, a little bit disappointed. I really liked I liked your picks this week. I told you I kind of liked your picks. Yeah. But but when you have Cam Young, he obviously that's a kiss of death and we can't figure out that guy, but you know, you're you're doing pretty well actually. Tony Finau right there. Um I thought it was a pretty good pick. I thought he played well after his, you know, after winning last week. So I, that was a good pick for you Cam Young, like we said we couldn't figure out for you and your winner of the the Gary Woodland uh, wasn't wasn't a bad pick either as he is trending. But let's get back to the let's get to the real stuff that we can really make some money on. Kind of a disappointing week. Uh, first pick was Victor Hovland. Man, I can't figure the guy out. He's just tied for forty third at minus one. He shot six over par on the last round. The guy's way too talented. And you look at a golf course. Maybe some of these little bugaboos that he has and his chipping is it kind of came back a little bit. It's a very difficult place to chip out there. But he has some success there before. But I, So I thought the chipping woes are over, so apparently they're not. I don't look for him to be on our card in the next couple of weeks, especially up at Oak, Oak Hill. 
uh, where it's very difficult to chip around there also. So no good on Victor Hoblin. Again, along with Tim, we had Cam Young at plus two uh, at T59. Listen, this golf course there at Qualhalla was tailor-made for this guy. Something's going on with him. I can't really figure out. But you're looking at a guy maybe taking this week off, going up to familiar territory where he grew up in that New York, upper New York area, playing this type of grasses that he really likes to. Might be a threat, might be a pick in the next couple weeks up at the PGA. But, man, I can't figure this guy out. He's got all the true, all the tools to be successful in the win on the PGA Tour. He hasn't got it yet. He's a bit like kind of Wyndham Clark. Once he gets that first win, I think he's kind of going to push forward and, and snowball. So, not the great week. Bigger shocking, Jordan Spieth, man. I can't, you know, miss a cut this week with Jordan. Uh, such a great golf course for him. He loves this place. Self-admitting loves this place. I think it's just a spot with Jordan Spieth looking at his schedule moving forward. Wasn't great for him. Um, didn't have a lot of grind on that second round, especially when he was so far a little bit outside of that cut number. And he got off to a okay start. Middle of his round, he played okay. He played okay. And then... Looking at that cut number, I'm not saying Jordan gave up. It's not what these guys do. But he, there wasn't a lot of grind out there, especially knowing that schedule moving forward. Uh, Ham famous pick this week, Corey Connors, T8, minus nine. I love this guy. I love him in a couple weeks of the PJ Championship. Thought he played well. Got off to a kind of sluggish start. Played well second and third round. Played solid ninth round. But just couldn't catch up to Wyndham Clark. Boy, he was so far back, he couldn't catch up. So he was working on a few things probably to get him ready for the PGA Championship, and this is what these guys do. Hit some shots maybe that's not relevant to the tournament and maybe prepping himself for the next couple weeks. So great performance by Corey Connors. Look for him in our card in a couple weeks. Two top ten picks this week. Jason Day missed the cut. Surprising to me. He loves his place. Trending well. Uh, guy just missed the cut. Cam Davis, T59, plus two. This guy's a mystery. If you watch him on the driving range, the guy hits it as good as – you've ever seen and he can't get over the hump something's going on there that i need to figure out he's been on our card a little bit this year thought it'd be a great pick for this this week as demanding of a golf course it is didn't pan out we did cash in on ricky fowler as a top 20 at t14 minus eight the guy's playing well guy his back's a little bit against the wall game's coming back in the form Ball striking is getting really good as, as much as he's starting working with a butch again. I think his, his putter's a little bit bulky, not like putting like the Ricky of old. But as that ball striking continues to get better, look for Ricky to continue to contend throughout the year. I like where his game is at. So we did cash in on Ricky. And JT Poston uh, missed the cut. Uh, I thought, he, you know, home game for him. I thought he'd have a little bit better performance. But it uh, didn't work out for us with, with JT. But we did, again, like we said, we did go 6-2 and two on our matchups along with our uh, top 20 pick of Ricky Fowler. So we're right around that break-even point. Uh, but looking forward to going in this week. As we said, we're going to be at the Byron Nelson all week reporting, Tim and I, for Golf Central Magazine. So we're going to have a great card going into the Byron Nelson, and we're going to be posting that on our Wednesday show and talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, you guys make sure you join us Wednesday at the same time, 5 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Eastern, on the FanStream Sports app, as well as our YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook uh, pages as well for the uh, complete preview of the Byron Nelson. Like Johnny said, we will be out there tomorrow uh, for Media Day, talking to some of the guys, getting a little feel for what's going on out at the Nelson, at the TPC Craig Ranch, right down the road from us, literally. Um, and uh, then, of course, we'll give you Johnny's picks uh, and then matchups coming for the weekend on Saturday and Sunday. But um, real quick, Tiger Woods, 
we all know that he withdrew from the Masters there in the third round after making his 23rd consecutive cut. And boy, did he just barely make that 23rd consecutive cut. Um, you know, uh, what did he tied uh, Fred Couples? I think at 23. And, you know, Freddie, I'm sure, was sitting there kind of just chomping at the bit, like, just miss this putt, miss this putt. You right, know? right, right. Well, uh, he, well, he wasn't, but I guess I know, you know what I mean, though, for sure. Yeah, I yeah. love Freddie. He's a, he's a good dude. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. and then, like, Woods immediately, almost on Saturday, dealing with some stuff with his ankle, he withdrew. And you could tell he was hurting, he was in some pain. Tough week, right? I mean, with the weather and the cold yeah. and, and just all that, the delays. Yeah, that's that's going to be the challenge for Tiger going forward is all these things weather dependent. And we talk about, like, he's not going to be on our card, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just not. And it, I'm not saying it's a nostalgia place for him, but he's battling with some other things now. He's in a new lawsuit. So he's got some other stuff yep. off the golf course along with his health-wise that maybe – not not great for Tiger, but anytime he's on the golf course is good. He's got some girl problems right now that he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? We may need to talk about that because it's it's not, but it's kind of comical. I don't know if you've heard the details of what went down um, uh-huh. with the breakup and everything. The details are are kind of kind of funny. Um, and I'm not I don't sure I understand all of it, but it might uh, might be worth a, a delve into maybe on Wednesday if we have some time to get into it. But he had what was called a subtalar fusion procedure um, to address his post-traumatic arthritis, of course, from the, the broken leg that he had in the car accident back February 2021. Um, and he admitted he doesn't know how many more masters he has in him. Uh, and, and, you know, there's speculation. You know, of course, he's just interested in the majors. We know that. He wants to catch Jack. And I've been saying it for a couple of years, really since that accident. I don't, he's not going to catch Jack. I, I don't see it happening. Not with all the way his body is breaking down right now. The Masters are the I think the best the best chance he has to win a major. I think is at the Masters every year, and I don't think he he's going to do another one of those. People were saying maybe the PGA in May he's going to be ready for that. I don't see how there's any possible way he's going to be ready for the PGA in May. No, he's not playing that. It's a go- it's another tough golf course to walk. It's hilly. Mm-hmm. I think if you get some of those where potentially he could compete is maybe the British Open just because of the walk, mm-hmm. right? I mean, his biggest hurdle is not really how he's playing golf, how he's in the golf ball. It's more of the walking, and it's mm-hmm. it's, it's more of the terrain. You know, he can still hit the golf ball. He, he, he proved that. He was, you know, distance-wise, he's fine. Iron game is wise. But just the fatigue on his body, especially at the Augusta, walking that golf course – it's the hardest walk on the PGA tour, probably next to Memorial and you getting mm-hmm. on a flat, potentially piece of ground, maybe the U S opens or, or maybe the British opens. I think you have more opportunity to contend there than he would anywhere else. So the U S open this year is at Los Angeles country club. Uh, I don't know what the terrain is like there. And then the, uh, it's pretty flat. is it pretty flat? The British open, everything's flat there. Of course it's at Hoy Lake this year. Um, so it, plus they're later in the calendar year. So, you know, gives him a little more recovery time. So we'll see, we'll see, but you know, I, I just, man, and I've been saying it, and I know what he did at that, you know, winning, what, 2019, winning the Masters and all that, and it kind of rejuvenated, I think, my confidence in him and what he can do. But, man, after that car wreck, I just, I think it's done. And I hate that. Yeah. I hate that for him. But Yeah, you know, you look you look at you look at a guy, or anybody with us, especially athletes, you know, you could probably deal and figure out ways if you have one injury, like you have a little bit of back, you can kind of work your body a little bit. But the guy's dealing with two or three things in his body that's breaking down. You know, his leg, his ankle, now is back again. Right. So when you're when when you're doing with you're dealing with those three things, not just one, your body can, man, that's just a lot to overcome, even for Tiger. Yeah, and you know what's significant about this is 
he doesn't always announce his surgeries and the procedures that he has. I mean, yes, there's a ton of them. But for some reason, he felt this one was was major enough that he went ahead and announced it, made kind of a big deal about it. And uh, so I, I think that's significant in and of itself because, like I said, he, he doesn't always announce these procedures that he has. So for him to, to go ahead and go public with it, I, I think that just shows you how major it really was. Yeah, I agree so, with you 100%. So we'll see what happens with Tiger. I wanted to make sure we got that in on this show, though, for sure. Yep. And that's going to wrap it up for this Monday edition, the Wells Fargo Championship recap of From the Rough here on FanStream Sports. I am Indy Tim. That is Johnny. We'll be back Wednesday, 5 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Eastern, to preview the Byron Nelson Championship here from Dallas. And until then, boys and girls, y'all keep hitting them straight. <laughs>